Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good afternoon. This is the Midday News. The news is live on Joe 99.7 in Accra, Love 99.5 in Kumasi. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Jubilee Radio Keta, Sun City Radio Keta, Saboba FM Saboba, and A1 Radio Bolgatanga. We are live on Twitter Spaces, Facebook Live Stream, and my Joy Online Interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Duraplast Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where Duraplast goes, water flows. Coming up, minority takes on Bank of Ghana for writing off some debt ordered by the government, insisting there's no legal backing for such an action. He has actually hurt this country so badly, and in doing so, he has made multiple breaches of the laws of our country. And he's taking away the powers of parliament to exercise oversight over the public finances of our country. We have a response from the Bank of Ghana. Meanwhile, the Ghana Union of Traders Association is opposing an increase in port charges by the Ghana Ports and Harbors Authority barely a year after the last increment. All the areas and the percentages um, are over 65%. It's very unfortunate and it's unacceptable. Also, as the Public Procurement Authority gives the green light for a transaction advisor to dispose of Saglemi Housing Project, Join News is learning it will cost almost an additional $200 million to make the place habitable. Connecting water from the nearest water source to the site we to cater for the 1,500 housing units was going to cost government $13 million US dollars. Water alone. Now, this is despite an investment of $200 million into the project that was only able to deliver 1,500 housing units from the target at 5,000. We have some reactions for you. Also, camps of NPP flag bearer aspirants welcome decision by President Kufwado to distance himself from endorsing any aspirant, but they want him to walk the talk ahead of the August 26th Super Delegates Congress. I'm happy that he has come out to clear the air. President has spoken. What 
he want to see that he walked the talk. If he has come out to say that, that is all well and good. We'll take you live to the party's headquarters for more as the Elections Committee of the NPP holds a meeting with aspirants this afternoon. And in sports... Ghana Premier League champions Midiama Sporting Club to receive 1 million Ghana City support from President Akufuado ahead of their CAF Champions League campaign. And later in the bulletin, the journey to childbirth and the many complications, including 15 in vitro fertilizations. Secondary infertility, mm -hmm. whose course nobody could establish. Specialists have had to engage. The number of times I've had to have direct insemination. I think with the in vitro fertilization treatments, I probably went through maybe more on the story of Joyce Bawa Mokhtari, special aide to former President Mahama. We've got details of these and more here on the Midday News with me, Bernice Abubeidulansa. Thanks for your company. It's a pleasure to have you here on Joy News. Now, details of our news. The minority in Parliament say the Bank of Ghana acted illegally when it wrote off more than 30 billion CDs debt owed by government. Speaking to journalists in Parliament, acting ranking member on the Finance Committee, Isaac Adongo, explained such an action can only be completed with a resolution of Parliament, which he argues has not been complied with. He has actually hurt this country so badly, and in doing so, he has made multiple breaches of the laws of our country. And he's taken away the powers of parliament to exercise oversight over the public finances of our country. In the first place, you people were here, called you to this place and said that there was an alarm at the Bank of Ghana because the man was just printing money and throwing them at government, isn't it? I told you at the time that I was aware of 44 billion in 2022 and there was a balance of 35 billion from 2021, pushing the figure to 79 billion. And that this was illegal, and it was creating serious fiscal dominance of our monetary policy. And that was the reason we're suffering from inflation, high interest rates, and the depreciation of the currency. I said that here. The next day, didn't they write thesis? Telling you that they were overdraft, and if they were overdraft, and there was no cause for alarm, how come you are not writing them off? At the time when I said 79 billion, he said I was I was lying. This is the auditor that comes, the independent auditor's report. He says, as at December 2022, the gross, the group's total, what do you call it, government securities, advances, and loans that were subjected to the DDEP was 80 billion Ghana cities. Was it different from the figure I quoted here in October, November, when he disputed and wrote that long essay? So you are lying. Isaac Adongo is ranking member, acting ranking member on the Finance Committee of Parliament. Let's head to Parliament now. Parliamentary Affairs correspondent joins us with more. Kweku, so what does the minority intend to do about this alleged breach? Bernie, so in fact, yesterday, the minority leader himself in his closing remarks on that comment on the media budget review also hinted saying they insist that this transaction is illegal and that the bank of ghana cannot do this on their own they are insisting that the bank of ghana must come before parliament properly so-called to come and seek a resolution of the house to do this or that they will not recognize 
that this has even happened in the first place. They're asking the Bank of Ghana governor, Dr. Ellis Addison, to do so very soon, or they will use all appropriate measures that are available to them in Parliament and outside of it to drag him before Parliament to ensure that he complies with the laws. Quick question, stay with me because the director of research at the Bank of Ghana, Philip Abredu Otu, has justified the debt. He indicates that government's DDE caused it. He's, however, assured the public of a stabilized economy. If you look at the numbers, you'd clearly recognize that close to 90% of that loss of 60.8 billion was as a result of the domestic debt exchange. It is the Bank of Ghana that has that has been the shock absorber to the domestic debt exchange to ensure that we return to debt sustainability over the medium term. We have the marketable instruments, the non-marketable instrument, and Cocoa Board, Cocoa Board's loans to BOG were all put in the perimeter of the debt exchange, and that has uh, that resulted for, for the loss. These three items alone accounted for 53.1 billion out of the loss of 60.8. This is close to 90% of, of the loss. So you have a negative equity, and the Bank of Ghana still thinks that we shouldn't be worried? Um, yes, we have a negative equity. Uh, uh, we think you shouldn't us. I think the, the issue that arises is whether the bank will continue to be policy solvent. That's Director of Research at the Bank of Ghana, Philip Abredu Otu. But still in Parliament, Kweku, the House is expected to rise today. Has it been able to handle all key businesses outlined? It, it does not look likely because there is, the, there is a big matter of the anti-gay bill, which is at the consideration stage. They need to go through it clause by clause. It is not likely that the House will be able to complete that. And so the anti-gay bill will have to stay on ice until Parliament resumes from each break somewhere in October. There's also some matters about some um, loan agreements that have been put on the other paper, for instance, about climate change, financing, among others. The House is currently trying to deal with some of them. The expectation is that the House will not sit deep into the night like it usually does on the last days. They will try and do as much as they can to try and clear what they've tagged as key businesses and leave. But those ones that the public expected would have been completed before they go on break. For instance, the passage of that anti-gable will not happen because the consideration stage will take it a long time and Parliament will not be able to complete it before it goes on break by the close of today. Kwekwa Sante is our parliamentary correspondent away from Parliament. The Ghana Union of Traders Association, Guta, is opposing an increase in port charges imposed by the Ghana Ports and Harbors Authority. Now, this is happening barely a year after the last increment. President of Guta, Dr. Joseph Obing, says it will not accept the increase as... It, it puts a burden on businesses. He's calling for stakeholder engagement on the matter. Before we hear from him, here are excerpts of the charges affected by the Port and Harbors Authority. Blessed Soga joins me with those details. Blessed. Well, uh, in the foreword of this document, uh, the uh, Port and Harbors Authority says it's acting in accordance with the PNDC Law 160, uh, following which it has revised the 
import tariffs and that will be applicable on a number of uh, items that will be imported into this country and where in the event you have no charges at all um, put aside or I mean or ap- applied on any of the products you would have to resort to the Ghana Port and Havos Authority where the authority would take control over each of uh, the items which are coming in which do not specifically uh, have any quotation in terms of the price markings but um, quite some significant changes in the, um, the the items and some of the price regimes that are being applied now in terms of the tariff so you take a look at soybean and uh, some bagged cargo uh, when you're importing the main grains grains itself there's a difference now of about uh, 2.66 US dollars per ton uh, that's for the grains when you're bringing the, the grains in but if you have bagged items uh, most like sugar rice which we heavily import uh, there's a difference of about 5.32 US dollars per ton and that's where Guta is raising concerns because there will be an effect on the pricing as well. Blessed sugar there. Well, Guta isn't having it. It wants the increase scrapped so that it can engage the management of the Port and Harbors Authority on the issue. All the areas and the percentages um, are over 65% and it's not acceptable, especially when it doesn't take long when the increased charges and in consultation with this uh, less than a year that um, these poor charges were increased so we don't understand why they are again increasing it especially at this time when cost of doing business have gone extremely high and especially when they themselves have also realized that the traffic at the port is going down due to the same reason so um, it came as a surprise that GPHA to increase these charges. And when this happens, it's also going to influence the shipping lines to also um, increase their charges. And so it's very unfortunate and it's unacceptable. We want them to uh, suspend the implementation till um, we have exhausted um, all stakeholder engagement. You had Dr. Joseph Obing. He is president of Guta. This is the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM. The Public Procurement Authority has given the approval for a transaction advisor to be procured to lead the process of identifying a suitable private sector entity with a requisite technical and financial capability to help dispose of the Saglemi housing project, which cost the state some $200 million. This follows Cabinet's directive to the Minister of Works and Housing. Now, it's supposed to be disposed of at the current value to a private sector entity for completion an onward sale to the public at no further cost to government. But Joy News is learning of a new cost at almost 200 million after some assessment was done. Sector Minister Francis Asensubwachi spoke to us. Connecting water from the nearest water source to the site due to cater for the 1,500 housing units was going to cost government. 13 million US dollars, water alone. If a Ghana water company even, esti- the estimate was even uh, higher, much higher than community water and sanitation. These are public agencies. Electricity, mm-hmm. got the estimate from ECG, 8, 8 million US dollars to connect electricity from the nearest uh, source to that the place. Or outside the already 200 million dollars that had gone into it. Yes. The, the, the estimates they provided for off-site infrastructure alone, we needed $46 million to provide off-site infrastructure. 
Now, apart from that, there are on-site works. Okay, mm -hmm. these thousand five units that are at various stages of completion. If some had deteriorated, needed to fix some of them and all that. The estimate was that from AESO, it needed almost it was twenty nine million dollars. There is a serious uh, sewage system there that was not fixed. Mm -hmm. uh, that one is eight thousand. So the on-site was alone. Mm -hmm including you know some amenities which will make it possible for people to live there like school like so when you put all that together it was going to cost the state 140 million dollars 140 million, million dollars to be able to revive the sagalami affordable housing project now, this week, the ministry launched a new national affordable housing program, and these new homes are to be constructed at Pokwas. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Here in Accra in Kumasi. The sector minister again says the new initiative offers value for money. The program that I had presented to government, which got, uh, we were able to launch yesterday, yesterday. is going to cost government $47 million to produce 8,000 affordable housing units. If that is done, it will be unprecedented. No <laughs> government has successfully uh, done, that. done that. But because it's a it's a uh, uh, a p public private partnership, government's commitment is just forty seven percent, uh, forty seven million dollars. The rest is going to be invested uh, by the private sector. That's uh, Housing Minister Francis Asensu-Bwache in an interview with my colleague Elton Brobe. This is your election headquarters and some MPP flag bearer aspirants say the decision by President Ekufuado to distance himself from endorsing any aspirant in the race is in the right direction and will ensure fairness in the party's internal elections. They are however demanding he walks the talk ahead of the 26th August Super Delegates Congress. Listen to President Ekufuado making the pronouncement at a meeting with party communicators yesterday. Good for the aspirant who I believe can best unite the party and who, above all, can win the election of 2024. <laughs> That's why I can beat my chest and I can say without any fear of contradiction, there's no one in the party, there is not a single person in the NPP 
who can say that I have asked him or her to support this or that aspirant. I've not done it. And I know why I haven't done it. It's their right. They're party people. They can make whatever choice that they want. Like all of you, you're entitled to make your own choices. I have my choice. I also have a vote. Let's all listen to spokespersons for some of the aspirants demanding that the president walks his talk beyond the mayor announcement. I'm happy that he has come out to clear the air so that we can have clarity and anybody that is engaging in these primaries can do that in a very manner that is free and fair. To me alone, the only worry that remains is whether those holding themselves so that they have the endorsement or they have been put forward by the president will stop uh, holding themselves that way. The president has spoken. What we want to see is that he walked the talk. Uh, by mere saying it, it does not uh, mean that he does not support a, a candidate. And two, the people that are around his preferred quote-unquote candidates, that's the vice president. The people around him are saying that we are scheming for him. When they speak to you, that's what they tell you. Why can't you see we are scheming for one person? Dynamo, you know, he's not too particular about, you know, who someone will want to support because in the end, you may have to vote for one. What he is interested in is a free, fair, transparent process that will ensure that, you know, we, we get a candidate or, you know, a candidate that everyone will be comfortable with, that we all will be happy, you know, to rally behind and lead. You just had spokespersons of some of the flag bearer aspirants of the NPP to the NPP's headquarters now, where my colleague Samuel Imbura is monitoring a crucial meeting between the aspirants and the elections committee. Samuel, we understand that meeting has already started, but tell us briefly what it's about and uh, what you've been told so far by some of uh, the people present. Well, that is the meeting is an in-camera one. Some of the representatives of the aspirants are currently before the elections uh, committee um, at the party headquarters. Uh, we are not told the agenda of it. I spoke earlier to some of the um, representatives of the aspirants who came. They said they themselves do not know the details. It was an emergency invitation extended to them. So at the moment, we are only pitching camps outside the premises of the MPP headquarters waiting for the outcome of the meeting. But what I can say is that the election committee members are here, and almost uh, all of all the aspirants are also here with their, I mean, their representatives for the meeting to kick start. Samuel, you've also also been speaking to spokesperson for Team Alan Tremating. What has he been saying? Well, uh, I posed the question about the president's public uh, realization of support for any of the aspirants. They think that the president's comment, though a compelled one came at a time that the establishment candidate, whom he referred to Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, is reportedly using state institutions to intimidate and induce party uh, supporters and delegates. He wants the party members and the party hierarchy, as well as the delegates, to stand against this particular approach adopted by the vice president campaign team. The fact that the president has been compelled to speak out uh, uh, shows how pervasive the perception is that uh, there's organized support behind a particular candidate. So, so it's okay that the president as an individual says he doesn't support any of the others. And indeed, the president made a very, very significant statement. He said the spirit of the party will determine who actually wins this. And, and that's, I agree with him, except that the establishment is not working that way. 
Yabwabeya Samoa is spokesperson for Team Alan Tremantin. Still on elections, an independent presidential aspirant, Dr. Sam Ankara, has offered to sacrifice himself to fight for the underprivileged in society. Describing himself as the Messiah, uh, speaking on PM Express, he pledged to lead the charge in addressing long-standing issues of deprivation and inequality that have plagued this country for decades. He believes the time has come for a generation to sacrifice its comfort for the nation's greater good. Over the years, there had been several promises, there have been several attempts, but none of them had been able to yield to what this country needs. With all the resources available to us, with all the human capital that we have, with everything that we have, how intelligent Ghanaian young people are, and still we haven't been able to get to where we are. So it gets to a point where a generation has to sacrifice themselves for the next, and I believe that is a time that somebody has to. And like the Messiah, I'm sacrificing my life to stand up there put myself onto bear and fight for the deprived people of this nation. Dr. Sam Ankara is an independent presidential aspirant. This is the Midday News brought to you by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Just gone by, minority takes on Bank of Ghana for, for writing of some debt audit by the government. We brought you details of that. But still to come, the journey to childbirth and the many complications, including 15 IVFs. Secondary infertility mm -hmm. whose course nobody could establish. Specialists I've had to engage. The number of times I've had to have direct insemination. I think with the in vitro fertilization treatments, I probably went through maybe about 15, 16. It is 15 IVFs. Oh, yes, maybe even more. Thank you for staying here on the Midday News on Joy 99.7. It's now time for sports and Daniel Kranting has the latest. Hi, Benis. Midyama Sporting Club. They will receive a 1 million Ghana City cash injection from President Akufuado ahead of their participation in next season's CAF Champions League. The Takwa Bay side yesterday paid a visit to the presidency to present the Ghana Premier League trophy. Midyama will face Nigeria's Remo Stars in the first round of qualifiers for the CAF Champions League. President Akufuado in the FIFA Women's World Cup. More history for Africa after Afghan women's finalist Morocco progressed to the knockout round after a 1-0 victory over Colombia. Midfielder Anissa Larami scored the only goal of the game on the stroke of halftime. The result damped European Cup finalist Germany out of the competition after they were held to a 1-1 draw against South Korea. Africa now has three teams in the knockout rounds for the first time in the history of the competition. That's all for sports. Back to you, Bernice. Thank you so much, Daniel. Now, graduate physician assistants have
have threatened not to renew their licenses to practice next year should government fail to grant their demand to operate independently. The association has temporarily suspended a strike for a month to return to the negotiation table with government. The decision is in compliance with the director from the National Labor Commission, which is mediating the concerns. The health ministry's PRO Isaac Baofei says they're hoping to forge a way forward with the association. We also deliberate with them. Like I said, they have a number of associations. It's not one association, association. We have graduate fashion association, then we have the fashion association. So sometimes it's difficult who and who you are talking with. You just have discussions with this group and the other group will come and say that what you have discussed with this particular group, we are not part of it. And so if they are the same group like Ghana Medical, uh, uh, Ghana Medical Association, it's for doctors and it's one group. Physician Association, and I say some are graduate physician associations and some are physician associations. So when graduate physician associations take decisions, it's not binding on the physician association. And it's very difficult in negotiation. So we'll put all of them before the table and then we we'll see the, how to resolve some of these communication gap between them. But the association says should negotiations fail to go in its favour, it will not renew its licences and suspend practice. Anthony Asare Akum is president. If you talk of uh, renewal or retention licensing for next year practice, we are not renewing. As for that, that is it. We are ready to give up everything just for posterity. It's as simple as that. And so we are bringing everything. Listen. Even with these negotiations or mediations ongoing, we are still going to court as well. We are not leaving any stone on tent. If they think these 28 days is a time for us to sleep, then they should be joking. We are about to issue guidelines on even the practice of our people. What they should do and what they shouldn't do, specifically within this period. If you heard us, we said that it is a rule to work policy. So it's not a joke. You are not going back to withdraw and sleep and for them to advance all the evil against us. This is a decision from both uh, unions and you are talking about almost like uh, 5,000 members. Anthony Asariakon is president of the Graduate Physician Assistance Association. Now, illegal mining activities have rendered many water bodies in Ghana unsuitable for domestic and industrial purposes. The affected communities, which are primarily rural, are unable to afford water filters. Fortunately, mechanical engineering students of the Sunyane Technical University have developed a pedal-powered water filter to solve this problem. Lava Films Chrissy Deba traveled to Sunyane to meet the developers Leah Nueva Onchanga and Linda Tia for Tech Thursday. The machine comprises a filter attached to a bicycle mounted on a metal platform. As the bicycle is pedaled, the movement of the wheel draws water into the filter. The filtered water is then collected in the container. Right there we have a reverse osmosis machine. It has been purposely created for rural areas where we cannot have access to clean water. So what the machine does is it purifies the water from particles. So you can use this machine powered by manpower. So you can just place it at your borehole or your riverside and you paddle, you paddle it. After this stage, you get clean water. What the semi-permeable element will do is like, it will remove all the particles from the water. As a bonus, the machine can be your go-to fitness training equipment. Reporting for joining us, Kwesi Debra. 
And before we go, the joy of most women after marriage is childbirth. But for aide to former President John Mahama, Joyce Baumokhtari, the journey to holding her own child was difficult, winding, and emotionally draining. Speaking on Prime Morning on Joy Prime, Joyce Bauer said she had 15 IVFs and a number of surgeries before she could welcome her first child. So I had this beautiful dream that, yes, I may have married very late, but I was going to have this very beautiful family, three lovely kids, very early on. And then I realized in a few weeks, actually, I'll be married for probably 20 or 21 years, I think. Oh, wow. Yes. And to think that my son is only just 16, mm. that should tell you just how long it took even before we had Your our first, first son. son and how much longer it took before, between that first son and my amazing blessings or mm-hmm. my life story as I call them. 16 years. Tell us your journey. secondary infertility, mm-hmm. whose course nobody could establish, the hospitals I've been to, the specialists I've had to engage, the number of times I've had to have direct insemination or in vitro fertilization. I think with the... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.